0: The coronavirus pandemic is here, and we'll help guide you through it. The news about COVID-19 is changing daily, keeping you up to date each morning with developments. This podcast will give you our latest news and some ideas of what to expect moving forward. Daily at herald-review.com. Hello, this is Annalisa Trofamuck, a government reporter with The Herald and Review. Happy Friday. Hopefully, you all had a great week. I have several local updates for you in today's podcast, including reporting from Garrett Carston on how Decatur businesses are adapting to new curbside rules. I wrote a story on how some Central Illinois residents are having a tough time with being unemployed during the pandemic. Editor Allison Petty has a development regarding COVID 19 and a Mueller facility. At the very end of this podcast, you will hear the latest Macon County and state case numbers. All of the reporting mentioned today can be found in the print edition of the Herald and Review and online at herald-review.com. Today's resource highlight relates to Garrett's story on curbside pickup. City Manager Scott Ryden mentioned during one of the city's informational videos this week that business owners who are trying to establish curbside pickup can work with city staff in doing so. Ryden said several businesses had already reached out to the city for help establishing pickup lanes with signage and cones. And that those with similar needs should contact the city's Public Works Department at 217-875-4820. So as I mentioned, Garrett spoke with local business owners to see how they're doing with serving their customers with curbside delivery. The modified stay-at-home rules that kicked in statewide last week allows for retail stores previously deemed non-essential to reopen for curbside pickup and delivery. Previously, only core businesses were allowed to operate, part of an effort by the Pritzker administration to contain the coronavirus spread. Garrett spoke with Cindy Dedrick, owner of Shop on Main, Lori Barrett, owner of The Secret Garden on West El Dorado Street, all Things Beautiful owner Cheryl Threewit, Larry Haubner, owner of Old Book Barn in Forsyth, and others to see how business has been going. You can read Garrett's full story on our website. Also in today's Herald and Review print edition is a story about how Central Illinois residents are wrestling with the unemployment process. The article focuses primarily on Ed Lozano, owner of Apache Graphics Studios in Decatur, whose main source of income comes from creating art at large gatherings like Decatur Celebration and University of Illinois sporting events. Lozano is a multi-talented artist and a main contributor in Decatur Celebration. Officials announced last month the three-day August Street Festival would be canceled this year for the first time in 34 years. Lozano said the process to apply for unemployment is frustrating, and you can read more about his experiences along with those of Amber Renfro, owner of the Little Salon in Mount Zion. The Macon County Board is voting on giving four elected officials raises, and here's what is being considered. The board is scheduled to vote on May 14th to give the four elected office holders annual raises for three years. The proposal comes as the board is considering furloughs to offset financial losses because of COVID-19. The plan would give the county auditor, circuit clerk, recorder of deeds, and the coroner pay increases of 2% in 2021-2022, 3% in 2022-2023, and 3% in 2023-2024. Each currently makes about $83,000 annually, and the increases would be based on the prior year annual salary. The County Finance Committee, by a 5-2 vote this week, advanced the plan to the County Board. Under the proposal, the pay raise would not start until the start of the fiscal year 2021. The item was on the agenda because office holder salary adjustments have to be considered under state law 180 days before an election. All four seats are on the November ballot. In this article, you'll hear from Board Chairman Kevin Greenfield, who voted against the measure, and Macon County Democratic Party Chair Laura Zimmerman. Editor Allison Petty reported yesterday Mueller Water Products said it is temporarily closing its plant and foundry indicator after a very limited number of employees tested positive for COVID-19. The facilities would be closed Wednesday through Sunday for deep cleaning and sanitizing as a precaution. Public Health Administrator Brandi Binkley said the Health Department would not confirm the name of any businesses with cases of COVID-19. In general, she said employers are notified if an employee who tested positive was at work during the determined time period. In state news, editor Chris Coates reports the Illinois Department of Public Health on Thursday announced 2,641 new cases of coronavirus disease statewide. There were also 138 additional deaths. IDPH on Thursday was reporting a total of 70,873 cases, including 3,111 deaths in 97 counties. There were 17,783 tests results reported in the last 24 hours, meaning the positivity rate for those tested in that span was about 15%. A total of 379,043 tests have been conducted thus far. Dr. Ngasi Azike, the state health department's director, said residents helped stimulate the growth in COVID-19 cases by social distancing, but the curve has stayed flat. She said officials are watching what will happen as the weather gets warmer and restrictions are loosened. A woman in her 50s was the 15th Macon County resident to die after testing positive for COVID-19, officials said Thursday. The county's joint crisis communication team also announced three newly confirmed cases, bringing the Macon County total to 135. One of the newly confirmed cases was associated with Fairhaven Senior Living, where 79 cases have been reported among residents and staff. 12 Fairhaven residents who tested positive for COVID-19 have died. The Macon County Health Department said the woman whose death was reported Thursday was not associated with a long-term care facility. 30 Macon County residents have been released from isolation, meaning they have gone a number of days without showing symptoms. An additional 84 people are recovering in home isolation and six patients are hospitalized. So that concludes today's podcast. I hope you all have a great day and you enjoy your weekend. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you tomorrow.